So before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats, you know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check, okay. Bang! I'm ready to drink some Waterloo and talk God. What a dude. Dude, there's nothing better than just getting together with the squad, drinking some beers, and talking some God. Amen. 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 Nothing better. There's nothing this week that has led me to believe that not only should I have gotten into writing country music songs, but I also should have probably gotten into, like, writing, I don't know, like, murder porn podcasts instead of this shit. Because seeing some of these people's choices (laughs) on their podcast listeners, like... Hey, I love all the listeners. We know this, but, uh, you know, how many uh, dead cases can you hear about until you're like, all right, you know, that's kind of quite a bit for Tuesday. Have you guys actually listened to the Chase Rice song? It is truly, truly terrible. Like, there's nothing good to say about that song. Micah, have you seen this song or heard this song would be a better way of phrasing it? Oh, I muted oh, Mike. I'm muted. sorry. I, I had him muted from earlier when he was slamming around oh. dishes. That's on me. Sorry. What is the title of said song? Uh, let me tell you. It's called Drinking Beer, Talking God. Oh, no. Amen. I haven't heard this one. I did see the lyrics. Um, I've been uh, made aware of a country song that has some explicit lyrics. Have you guys heard about this one? Let me see if I can pull it up. I'd like to address that by saying Jack Ingram is an SMU alum. Uh, So if we do go country, we at least go Texas country. I believe this song is called Dick Down in Dallas. Oh, no. Don't uh, tell me this. Is he from around here? Wheeler Walker? No, it's someone called Trey Lewis. And uh, Mm. apparently this was the number one song on iTunes yesterday. And Really? really, if you listen to it, it sounds just like any other country, Nashville country song. It sounds like a John Marty song. If And uh, the lyrics are quite explicit. Let's go. You don't know I'll how happy it, it makes me uh, to hear you drop Wheeler Walker's name in the uh, in the show. Are you familiar? Big, you familiar? Big Wheeler Walker fan. I've got a uh, album in the other room that he signed to my black friend, KJ, Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That dude, uh, he's, he's something. Awesome. Awesome. Would you like me to, to read the lyrics to the, uh, to Dick down in Dallas? Just, I can just do the chorus. Yeah, yeah I would. Okay. She's getting Dick down in Dallas, railed out in Raleigh, tag team in Tennessee, anal in Austin, butt fucked in Boston, given okay. neck down in New Orleans. Uh, there's more, but we'll just leave it at that. It, it sounds on just like, like every, yeah, it, does. it does. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like she likes to party, man. Yeah, she's wow. very well traveled. <laughs> uh, let me read the rest of it. <laughs> okay. Putting me through hell, fucking someone else. Now I'm the one on my knees praying she'll come back. Give me that sweet ass. But I already know that she's getting dick down in Dallas. I'd like Y'all to say welcome to, to the show. <laughs> yeah, the Mocha Clappuccino was not mentioned in that song, but he might be. Oh, that's the uh, edited she, version. You know what? What line is missing is uh, getting her cheeks clapped in Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> or wherever it is that Cole Campbell lives. Like Prince George, Canada, somewhere up there. I think it's Bam. Bam. <laughs> getting her back blown out in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Oh, boy. What are we doing here? What a weird, what a weird way to start this thing. I'm Dave. We're uh, doing a live stream. I got Dylan and KJ and Micah. We're back at full strength. It's been a couple of weeks. Hello, we took the, took the holiday off. We were going to do a Thanksgiving one, but like we were all sad about them boys. So, mm. Mm. As I'm kidding. Predicted, well, as Dave predicted, eight weeks prior, the Cowboys ruined Thanksgiving. That's a good one, Trev Caddy. It was cold. It, it, was, uh, it was definitely seen in the cards weeks ahead of time. But, uh, you know, we ride forward anyway. Um. We got a lot to get to. We don't have. There's no Thursday night game, right? So we. This is all about us. This is. Uh, this is our time. I do want to tell the people to uh, follow us at Too Much Dip on Twitter, Too Much Dip uh, podcasts on IG, and do yourself a favor. 
Be the hero of your Christmas or of your Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or Festivus or just of December. Go to washmedia.shop. Check out that shit. Maybe get Dippy. Get your mom a Dippy shirt. This one's for Dippy. I'm going to tell, I'm going to just go ahead and say, I don't mean to speak for all the guys, Mm. but I think I could say it. We're doing this stream for Dippy tonight. Yeah. I'll pour one out for Dippy. I want to see, I want to see people unwrapping or I want to see people giving the gift of Dippy to like their significant other and video and recording on their phone, their, their reaction when they unwrap it. Immediate retweet. KJ, are you sneaky as Seinfeld guy? 100%. I love Seinfeld. Okay. It was um, the reason, not only because it's a good show, but I also, let's see, when I was going to college, like the box sets had just dropped for the first time. That's when like box sets were a big deal. So yeah. in our dorms, we I had no that. cable or anything. So it was like whatever you had on box set was all you were going to watch. It was like Family Guy, Seinfeld, and maybe Sopranos or like Lost or Grey's Anatomy. That's all it was. Yeah. This is an all-time episode. Absolutely. There was a there was a lot of box dropping in Dylan's dorm room. Okay. <laughs> Where is the drop on that? I don't think that's just accurate. about any of them would work. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I was too uh, I was too busy being <laughs> an audience. I'm laughing and work that board. <laughs> too busy. Too busy being in the audience for that. <laughs> it is time. Is though. this a is this a Ron Washington reference? That's great. If so. I was watching I no Steinfeld idea. last night. <laughs> oh, this is a better oh. question. Dylan, what's the update on that uh, little little piggy? Um, I'm walking normally. Uh, it doesn't hurt unless I just put like weird pressure on it or it's, I mean, it's fine. It's never going to be the same again, I think, since I broke it twice in like a seven month span. But, you know, we're getting by. We're all right. Heard that. Yeah. Um, Guys, you guys want to hop right into yeah. Wednesday night game? Let's do it. Or the Wednesday afternoon game, I guess it was. Yeah, that was a fun little uh, afternoon delight. It was a turd, but it was fun to have something different right. going on. It was fun just to have like live football on in the middle of a Wednesday afternoon, man. You don't see that. As a noted T-shirt Baylor homer, I was pulling for RG3 because I think, I think he had his career torpedoed by uh, Shanahan. I'm one of those guys. I will completely. I'll blame everything bad that the RG th- RG threes had happened to him on Shanahan and his ex. But that too. Um, that being said, not great. No. Um, I, I would agree. I blame a lot of his career on the shitty field and FedEx field. God damn it! <laughs> I can't with Randy. Um, and everything that came after that injury, but. Uh, Yesterday was, I was happy to also see Trace McSorley. And did any of you think that, all right, well, is this what the Cowboys are going to get to go, go against? Not to make everything about the Cowboys, but that is their next opponent. Um, were you sitting here watching like, okay, I don't want uh, Lamar to stay sick forever, but maybe, you know, test positive one more time next week. Uh, it crossed my mind, but I don't care. Fair. It's set in. No Zach. If Zach Martin's out there, it's gonna. That defense is just gonna eat them alive. I don't care. True. Do you think that? Uh, I haven't seen any ratings numbers on this, but do you think this random scheduling of games is gonna give anyone an idea of like, fuck it, let's just have five days of NFL football. Let's just go wild boy with this shit. I can't imagine that it was widely viewed on a Wednesday afternoon. That's just it's such a weird time to. To have a football game. Um, so the, I, I the would think no. Made, sorry, Dylan. The, the weird oh, thing in my mind is uh, that NBC put the game on in the afternoon because they didn't want to compete with their regularly scheduled programming, which was the lighting of the uh, the big tree in, you know, 30 Rock. Let me say a couple things because I watched some of that last <laughs> One, there are no people there. So it's really not a, it, it wasn't a great television event. And two, do you want to know who the big performer was? How about the Goo Goo Dolls? Oh, come I on. Brett, I know Brett's a big fan because they're a, they're a Buffalo, they're a New York, they're an upstate sort of uh, institution. But the Goo Goo Dolls are trash and they look <laughs> like shit. Lead singer has a tremendous amount of plastic surgery done. He's got bad lettuce. 
uh, it, was, it was a strange lettuce. choice by NBC. <laughs> I mean, you if NBC it, had a tree, though, I, I didn't the notice tree. the tree. Well, the, it was first revealed, I guess, like a week or two ago, and it looked like absolute shit. Like it was missing. It had bald spots all over. It looked terrible. I don't know if they replaced it somehow or they um, – what, Dad? Are they, no, you're knocking down on bald spots. No, <laughs> tree, tree bald spots, man. Come on. Uh, it looks it looked good. I don't know what they did to it. They got, it got a facelift somehow, but they, they, they turned it around. When I was in New York last week, the big story on every local news uh, – news hour was that there was a owl that was transported in that tree and people were just like losing their minds for a white owl that was uh it had been rescued though so shouts to that owl. i think it's you're a weird this mixed time up with, weird uh, thing to postpone a national football league game for you're thinking of ace ventura too <laughs> it's a completely different story uh, maybe you're how right. does that how does that one hold up? Not good, not good at all. <laughs> I would say think, uh, the caricature a... of uh, the African tribes and Tommy Davidson in that movie not great, not great. Probably at all. some probably some story you'd like to rewrite. Probably. Um, I would. I was surprised. I didn't catch any of the Goo Goo Dolls. Not to dwell on this topic, but uh, Gwen Stefani. I respect uh, her work twenty five years ago. And we would all say she uh, has aged very gracefully, but nobody should ever confuse her with like a talented vocalist. She was just out there singing Christmas tunes. And I was like, what the hell is this shit? Like, yeah, either bring the blonde dude from no doubt out with you or don't come at all. So <laughs> her, no, that's the guy she was dating. Exactly. That's like the, where they were. I need that sexual tension on screen at all times. Isn't she married to Blake Shelton now? Yep. Yes. He stays. Yeah, speaking of song, I think they have a song speaking, out together too. Do, I'm sure it's and, really uh, good. Speaking uh-huh. of untalented clowns, Blake Shelton, <laughs> yes, um, yes, they do have a song together, and it is—it's not good. Did you guys talk about the Spotify playlist thing? We did. You know, they I know did. we're here to yeah, talk circling, sports, but circling back, we did. Uncircling back. Well, I didn't get a chance because I'm not a part of that program. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how this happened, but my fiance, who's from New York, uh, and I share a, a Spotify account. And for some reason, all we listen to is country music now, and most of it really bad. I'm not sure what happened, and I'm not real proud of it. No scene control. Well, who's who? Your give, give us a couple of the top artists. Well, uh, Taylor Swift made the uh, top five, which is weird because I must be. She's pop out of now. Life. First of all, she's pop. Yeah, first she's, of all, second of all, she's still she's, she's still untalented and trash. Whoa. Whoa. We did listen. The, uh, the chicks no, were right. formerly of Dixie Damn. Uh, were prominently Damn. featured. I can't let that ride by without like Damn. You know, yeah, terrible. That's a, that's not that's not a good take, but it's your take, and it's that's fine. That's a, that's a I just that's a Brett. I can't get uh, over the video of her singing uh, singing at one of those award shows where she was just like nine octaves off. It just I have no I can't respect her. Sorry, and all of her songs are about you know like high school. It's just a bunch of high school okay. girl whiny stuff. I don't need any of it. I'd like all guys- responses uh, for both this and Brett Merriman's uh, injury takes to be sent to the same account. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know which is worse, honestly. I, I feel like it should be. Those are on the mantle alone together. Um, where do we even go from there? Sorry. Sorry. I, that was that was disruptive. That's Okay. All right. What what do we got? We got Chiefs, Steelers, Saints all all potentially clinching this week. Yeah, okay. we're, we're about that point. I'm I'm it's weird because of fantasy football. I feel like everybody's like, "Oh, it's playoff time. It's playoff time." And there are a few teams in the NFL that can clinch because the NFC is pretty bad and the Chiefs and Steelers are really good. Um but it's going to be interesting the next 3 to 4 weeks of what the rest of the NFC looks like. Obviously, NFC East is a shit show. Um, but aside from the Saints, there's nobody really running away with this. Um, Green Bay is right up there. Uh, but it's 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 going to be an interesting last month if you like, like, slightly above average football. Like, if the Bears would have won on Monday night, like, the NFC North would have been up for uh, grabs as well. You guys know what my stance is. I'm riding with the Giants. I want Jason Garrett in the playoffs. You know I want to run. David. 
David. It's what I want. There's a chance that uh, you get Colt McCoy starting for them. You know that, right? I thought it was already announced that he's starting. I, th- I think yeah. that's Let's the case. Put Let's some respect go, on the name of the starting quarterback for the first place Week 13 New York Football Giants, Colt McCoy. Who else would you expect McCoy. it to be? McCoy, dude. Let's go. Do you think people are going to make some? He's the real McCoy jokes this week. I hope. I I I, don't, I doubt it. I don't think he's going to play well enough to to earn the real McCoy title. But um, I, I I pull for the. He's a good dude. I, you know, tech, of course, a Texas legend. Um, I would love to. You know. Not a Giants guy, obviously, but I would love to see Colt play well. Do you think there's any chance of Case suiting up and getting out there? I, I think uh, <laughs> no, but he's, he's going to be closing some uh, some uh, real estate deals in Austin. He's That's not like, definitely true. Sure. Is he real estate or does he uh, own like a half a dealership? Yeah, he's a uh, he, he's he's a real estate guy. He doesn't have a steakhouse. He's a, he's a commercial real estate guy. Oh, no. Uh, you got to get his only true unfortunately, legend. Yeah, unfortunately, Which, the Case McCoy Steakhouse didn't pan out. Yeah, if uh, if T-Man is is watching this feed, he's gonna, definitely going to make a joke about former Texas quarterbacks going to a commercial real estate in Austin. Um, <laughs> that's one of his favorite go-tos. But, uh, it's quite it, lucrative. It actually, it actually <laughs> applies for Case. So I added this to the rundown because – it makes no sense. I, I don't think that there's another GM in the NFL that has a weekly appointment with a local radio station to do an interview about the team that he's the GM for. I highly doubt that there are very many owners that have a weekly, you know, 10 minute call in appointment. However, Jerry Jones of the Dallas football Cowboys is not a normal owner slash GM. And he calls in every single week as he has for 15, 20 years uh, to radio stations uh, in Dallas. I believe it's the fan where this occurred and a quote from this week's show when talking about the uh, Denver Broncos situation on Sunday where they had no quarterbacks available and Kendall Hinton, a uh, practice squad wide receiver had to take snaps. <laughs> Sherry Jones said, well, uh, we were pretty much in the same situation with Ben DiNucci and with our younger quarterbacks as they were. And, uh, <laughs> Basically said that Danucci was equivalent to Kendall Hinton. I mean, not in so many what? words, but put him on that level. Dude, you just they just drafted this guy and they're already he's already throwing not even throwing him under the bus, but just like just yeah. kicking him in the balls. When this quote came out, I thought it was a similar situation to what happened like I don't know, like week three, four, five of the season when he was some beat some clown beat writer for Dallas, you know, Dallas beat writer. Like just totally misquoted him or took his, his quote out of context or something. Calvin Hill. Um, I, yeah, I thought I thought it was another one of those situations. Um, but how can you say that about a guy who was not even expected to play this year? That's that's trash, Jerry. Come on, man. You know what? You know who I blame? Mike McCarthy. Because Mike <laughs> McCarthy only drafted the nooch because he was friends with his buddy and or his brother coached him in middle school. If they really went out and drafted a quarterback who they thought might actually be able to play instead of doing a favor for somebody, maybe they would have been in better shape. So it's it's McCarthy's fault that he influenced Jerry into doing it. I hate them both. Denver aside, name another third-string quarterback. Ooh, Blake Bortles? That's what I'm saying. Denver aside, because everybody oh, knows oh. that entire quarterback room this week. Like, Which, by the way, like Bortles, Alex Smith. Bortles was practice squad there, I think. Or no, I guess it couldn't be. Alex, Alex Smith? Smith was the third yeah, string quarterback. That's true. Technically, that's correct. So yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's a cheap shot, but yeah. But it's 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 one of those things who's, where it's like who's Danucci. coming in when Colt gets knocked out this week? <laughs> Sterling Shepard. <laughs> they can trade for Colt or uh, for Cole Beasley in the middle of the game. Yeah, I, I I think it's a ridiculous quote. Obviously, you know how I feel. I always will stand by. Give me the nooch anytime, anywhere. Like he had like 170 yards passing, no interceptions. Kendall Hinton showed that like that's not that damn easy. He didn't turn the ball over. He certainly didn't make the plays he should have. He wasn't any good, but he wasn't destroying your opportunity to win the game against the Giants when he played. Uh, and Garrett Gilbert, he kind of threw him in that same bucket. So you know, get over yourself, Jerry. 
Uh, I didn't realize this note on Josh Gordon. Yeah, Josh Gordon is back. I didn't realize that he got suspended again. <laughs> I can't keep shouts, up. How many is that for him now? Shouts to Dan Jester, who every time Josh Gordon's name gets gets brought up, he's like, he's probably the third best wide receiver in football. And <laughs> he's, he's the biggest Josh great. Gordon guy ever. He, why? It's, it's I don't know why, but it's hilarious. And he's always like, he's he's the best receiver in the AFC. I'm like, Dan, he's played three games in the last like five years. What are you talking about? All Dan says that because. Anymore. Because he's tall and looks good in a uniform. He Dan thinks he's just like this athletic freak. Like he's he's hasn't been productive in like seven years. He was he really good at Baylor. Pretty, he had one pretty good season. I am uh, pulling up uh his spo track, which will show you not only his career earnings and contracts, but over the seven years that he has been in the league or eligible to be in the league basically since twenty thirteen. How many games would you say that Josh Gordon's been suspended? Oh, quick math on that. I would say seven by 16 is uh, out of 112 games. How many do you think he was ineligible for? 92. 80. It's at least 70. Okay. So it may be more, but the technical suspensions uh, are only 37. I think why it's less than uh, what the actual number is, is because they may not count times where he was suspended and then maybe not reinstated until later in the year because technically he might not be suspended any longer than that. But 2015 suspended for all 16 games, 2014, 10 games, 2016, four games, 2018, two games, 2019, no suspensions initially. Man. And then two games. Those Baylor Just dudes. let the man burn. <laughs> that is the ridiculous part though is NFL CBA now doesn't, like test for marijuana, I believe, or at least it's not like a suspension anymore. So he should have been back a while ago. If that was the case, Oh, was PEDs was the most recent one. Oh, oh was it PEDs? Okay. Yeah. Nah, whatever. Who cares? Uh, speaking of PEDs, I don't think we have this on the run sheet, but Will Fuller, uh, somebody else on the Texans, both going down tainted supplements allegedly, but yikes. Is Brian Cushing still around that organization? Because if not, that's oh, where it's coming is, from. Sir. Yeah. He certainly is. It's Brian Cushing. It's all Brian Cushing. Without question. I would say it's Vrabel if he was still down there, but, you know. Uh, let's see. Where did Cushing go to school? Oh, USC. I should have known that. USC. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to do college Cushing, football? Cushing, dude. College football. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty aged for this. Um, mainly because of what, what we figured out. I get when did this drop? Was this today or yesterday? BYU Coastal. Uh, we're getting it. The, the matchup everybody's wanted. The the reporting came out yesterday. Some obscure, unknown sports uh, caster from Utah somewhere came out with this report and said, like, this is a done deal. And everybody was like, this can't really be happening. Then they did it. They announced it today. Uh, amazing. And I, it just goes to show that every year we talk about how uh, college football schedules are made so far in advance and Texas plays LSU in 2046 and all this stuff. These dudes <laughs> made it. They made a game in 48 hours against two undefeated teams. Like, this is amazing. They said it couldn't be yeah. done. Where were, uh, I guess, what were the original matchups? What was supposed to be the schedule? Was it Liberty and Coastal Carolina, correct? Yeah, Liberty Liberty had yeah. a COVID outbreak. No Someone at my door, hold on. So Liberty had a COVID and outbreak, and then what? Well, game day was already going to Coastal Carolina for the Liberty game. Oh, okay. So if you're Coastal Carolina, this is the biggest moment in your program's history by a million percent. I mean, I don't, nothing comes close to having game day there, even in a year where people can't be there. And then uh, Liberty, you know, I'm sure Hugh Freeze was up to something. And now they get they get BYU there. Shouts to them. And then they make some quotes about Mormons, which is always fun. What is that quote? Is that real? That's a real quote. Let me unmute, uh, Dylan. Yeah, so... The head coach for Coastal Carolina was interviewed and asked what he thought about the upcoming game against BYU. Of course, he initially started by saying he was just grateful to have a team to play against, but also with trying to pay respect to the quality of his opponent, said, you know, I'm just doing a lot of praying for this upcoming game. I know, I think they are too. 
they're Mormon or something along those lines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, a dumb, what a dumb thing to say. Like, Which shut is up. so random. Let's see, I, I have the quote here from Jamie yeah. Chadwell, who I assume will be getting a, bit, a big job soon anyway, so we should probably figure out who he is. But we're doing a lot of praying right now, and I know they are too. They're Mormons. <laughs> what an idiot. You know, man, I mean, he's. I think he's tipping his cap to them. You know, I wish he would have just been like... You know, I'm, I'm going to, there's a lot of stress right now. I'm going to take a nice bag and get a joke in. No, they're saying too. They're Mormons. That was mm. all chopped and screwed. We lost you there, but. Uh, oh, no. I, I was making so, a Mormon joke. Yeah. They the dog is. They schedule this game just as a, like a ploy to make their, you know, their schedule look better for a playoff run. Like a hopefully get a playoff spot, right? That's a, correct. kind of the thinking behind it. On both sides. Okay. Well, right. Yeah, it's a it's going to be the biggest game of the weekend, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm all I'm all about it. I think it's great. You're gonna. I mean, yeah, you, logistically, like I don't think either of them have a shot. They don't. They can't make the playoff. It's not going to happen. But but you could you get into sort of an outside shot. You get into a Peach Bowl, maybe get uh, maybe get Coastal versus Georgia or something. Just saying, it wouldn't be pretty. Um, no. I'm sitting here looking at the remaining schedules for these teams. Coastal Carolina has a game that they lost earlier in the season against Louisiana. Louisiana doesn't matter, but like some of my complaints about SEC teams sometimes, it's like just having that extra game against a ranked team matters in the end. And Louisiana was undefeated earlier in the year. Um, Actually, no, they've played once. And so they've got a rematch in the conference title game. So Louisiana is ranked like 25. Otherwise, they have not lost. So beating them twice when they're ranked twice would help. If you beat BYU, I mean, you can finish maybe number 10. You know, there's too many other teams with a conversation or an argument to be in the conversation for uh, playoffs for that to happen. So I don't, I don't see it going much further than this. For BYU, you've got San Diego State left on your schedule, and that's it. So the only ranked team that BYU has played this year, only ranked teams, was Boise State. They were at 21, and Army was postponed. So, Boise State's not getting in the playoff off of uh, – I'm sorry. BYU's not getting the playoff off of Boise State and Coastal Carolina. Well, KJ, let me let me hit you with some facts. Do you know who their common opponent is this year? Who? Southbound, 35, the Texas State Bobcats. Uh, Boise State, 52-14. And what was Coastal's? BYU. Coastal was like 44-14. Yeah, 49-14. So, consistent. Consistent. Yeah. Watch out for the Cats. Oh, seeing some stuff about Spaff. Maybe not going to be there next year. Oh, no. We're nice losing a green that, shout out, by the way, Dave. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You know I'm red dirt. Yeah, I think T-State's got like 15 dudes in the in the transfer portal already. So, Jeez. things are looking good. <laughs> <laughs> How did y'all not even pick up the? Anyways, eh, we don't. I don't need to mire down an SMU transfer news. Um, <laughs> That's big of you. I, I want to spend some time next week, not only on uh, Texas high school football playoffs because that matters to the entire nation, but uh, start diving into the coaching carousel because I, for one, could not be happier that it's that time of year. It's not on our rundown. But I think we do need to mention that uh, the Texas rumor mill is getting its engine started. Oh, it's flight oh, tracker buddy. season. Flight tracker season, baby. Oh, yeah. These, this is like the time that I miss being on those recruiting message boards, man. This shit's so much fun. It's like track. It's like the final days of like a five-stars recruitment, like when he's about to announce, and then fly, like the flight tracking coaching search stuff. I love it. It's so much fun. Um, I'm like, you know, who knows if, if Herman's even going to get let go. Um, he is. What was the How last coach? He's coach? gone. He's gone, and Myers in. I, I would. I will bet. I will bet money. Okay. I'll so confident. Okay, I'll take that bet. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I I'll think take he's, the I think he's probably gonna get another year. Unfortunately. What was the last coaching search that y'all were personally like dug in and looking for that info yourself? Maybe not like typing in the tail, you know, flight numbers, but uh, that you were like tracking the message board and refreshing for. Um, I remember the um, 
Oh gosh, I always, Will Muschamp was um, when when we, when Texas hired him as defensive coordinator. Uh, that was a big one, and yeah. I remember that. I remember tracking flight. You know, people were tracking flights, and I was yeah. following that stuff way back for in a the coordinator. Day. He was a big name back then, uh, and of course, soon after he was hired, he was he was named like head coach in waiting after Mac Brown moved on, which is a weird move. Yeah, um, that was a big one, and then the whole. <laughs> when uh, Tom Herman was hired, there was the whole like Nick Saban rumor that a lot of people got sucked into and like rumors that he was like looking for houses in Spanish Oaks and all this shit. It was so stupid to this day. Dumb. I still like partially believe some of the shit that was going on because the rumor was like, had it not spilled and got so blown up as a rumor, it might've happened, which I think is complete bullshit. But for some reason in my head, I think it could have happened. We have friends in Austin who are tied in to the real estate scene that to this day swear they're like, no, he was, he had a house under contract, all this stuff. There were some very legitimate sources saying that Saban was like leaning toward signing with Texas. So who knows if it's true or not, but there was a lot of of booty chatter. Can I say something, Dylan, you, you are in deep. If you're tracking uh, potential defensive coordinators, to Texas, that's like that's I like wasn't me tracking. That's like betting on Italian league soccer. <laughs> I wasn't tracking it. I was on a message board where all yeah. the other nerds were. I don't even know how. To, you think I know how to track a flight day? Yeah, I, I don't. No, but you were um, you were still yeah. Because people it. would be like, because people would know the tail these tail numbers of like the planes that were owned by from, Texas yeah. boosters, right? And so like, oh, this this one's going to uh, to Auburn, Alabama. It's got to be good. You know, Muschamp's got to be coming back on that plane. Shit was shit like that. It wasn't like super deep, but guys were certainly into it and tracking it and sharing the information on message boards. It was fun to watch, man. The June Jones, the June Jones hired SMU. Obviously I was, you know, personally involved, like in figuring out what the fuck's going to happen after Phil Bennett was gone. But the Chad Morris hire after I was gone, like that was when I was still in that moment of like, Oh shit, this matters so much to me, even though it didn't matter at all to me. And they were like hiring Chad Morris. It's like, Oh shit. We just got a coordinator from Clemson right after a national title. Like, this is fucking huge, you know, and it worked out well enough for, like, Arkansas to choke on it, but, you know. And choke they did. And they did. Um, you guys want to do some Missouri NBA? Only hires, Missouri only oh. hires unknown coaches, so we uh, nobody had heard of Elijah Drinkowitz I like before, him. Uh, before he showed up on campus. We love him. Shout out to Elijah. Um, but... This it's you know we didn't get any plane tracking this last time, which is kind of a bummer. We hired a basketball coach like one day after we fired our old basketball coach, and it was one of these like, who who is this guy? So unfortunately, it's the the flight tracker game is fun, and it's bad that we won't. Be it able really to, is, uh, yeah. Chase it, but you know uh, before we move on, Derek Mason got axed. Yeah, uh, I don't know who's I don't know who's going to Vandy, but. Uh, he, I, I really feel bad for him the way this whole female kicker thing went down. It's really, it, it turned into a big story in a way that no 0 and 8 team should have a big story about them. Uh, I feel bad for Derek Mason getting fired the day after Missouri died. I got to assume he'll him, land on his feet as a coordinator somewhere. I hope he doesn't take the Charlie Strong route of like, once I'm a head coach, I have to stay a head coach and like end up at like a USF type, you know, going back. But, the, the thing, the thing with Vandy though, there may not be a worse job in the country. <laughs> like, like Charlie went from Texas to USF, Texas, where they have all the resources right. to a smaller school in Florida. If you go from Vandy, just about anywhere that's going to hire him is probably going to be a as good a situation. We'll see. I don't know if Craig's is right of Elijah or Elijah Drinkovitz his first name, but I'm hoping he has a great eight crazy nights coming up soon. Um, well, he's not Jewish, unfortunately. We were we were rooting. The I'm talking the, about his uh, finishing of the SEC season, his first inaugural season as an SEC football coach. I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, those of us in the tribe were very excited for the fact that we hired a guy named Elijah. Maybe his name is Elijah, but whatever. Drinkwitz. That sounded like we might have a guy, but he's not. He's a he's a follower of Christ. So shouts to him. Uh, Shout out to Aliyah, man. I love uh, I loved Rock the Boat. <laughs> NBA. Rest in, rest in peace. Uh dude, big trade. Woj bomb. Dude, just a just a beautiful midweek Woj bomb last yeah. night. What we needed. 
wasn't this rumored? gets used too much. It's very, it's very like overdone. But like it, it last night hit. Wasn't this rumored was a couple a weeks ago, and then like out of nowhere it came back, right? You had heard Washington's name getting tossed around, but nothing's. I I don't think there was a ton of smoke. Yeah. Thoughts it was on how funny this plays with out? The, the way the Woj bomb hit because there were a lot of baseball writers that were tweeting because a, a bunch of baseball players had gotten their tenders. So like the four pieces, eight pieces, ten pieces. I'm just gonna focus on. The, I'm gonna focus on the tenders. That's a sad, sad time to stop down. <laughs> well, bro, Mike wow. is frozen. <laughs> we got frozen, Micah. This is a first. His, uh, like his internet has been pretty frozen. dog shit this entire night. <laughs> yeah. Frozen Mike is better than unfrozen. Uh, what's y'all's thought on how uh, Westbrook and John Wall play? At? Like, who wins this trade? To ask the generic question. So they got Wall plus a 2023 first round pick. Is that correct? Protect, yes. Protected. Which means what? Uh, yeah, what does that mean? A protected pick, so if it's uh, a lottery pick, like they won't get it. Like so, it has to okay. be like at a certain uh, part of the draft. Like they have to have like a, a, I don't know what it's protected to. Oh, we lost Micah for good. Oh, He'll Micah be back. Gone and screw the format here. Maybe we can get Randy in here to to do some sports. <laughs> He's got to put a shirt on first. There we go. So basically, there's stipulations on the pick. So if it's a top 10 protected, the team who originally owned the pick gets to keep it if it ends up being a top 10 pick. Wait, what does this mean for Harden, though? Didn't he want out, too? Like, what's going on with him? I think that was a lot of – I don't know. He wanted Russ out. He essentially – like, everything came out today. Um, (laughs) Micah did get hacked by the Swifties. Came out today that – he wanted he wanted Russ out, and he wanted he didn't think he was a fit for the system. Which you know, I don't know what their system under Paul Salas is going to look like, but he wasn't a great fit under Maury. Although he did, dude, Russ balled out last year, man. His numbers were great. Um, I didn't watch a ton of uh, Rockets in the bubble, but I did watch like all their playoff games, and like I don't know, man. All you could get for Russ was a was John Wall injury ridden and a protected pick. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, are they going to get anybody over six five on that team? I feel like they've picked up one person. I haven't followed every single transaction they've had, but I think they're rebuilding almost a normal way. I'll have to check the roster here in a second. But I would say that John Wall is valuable. Like John Wall's been hurt. That that is worth mentioning. But Wall is a fucking scorer. Like this is you getting Damian Lillard if you know Damian Lillard got hurt more often. Like I, I, I don't know. If you're out of your if mind if you don't think John Wall. He is hasn't played in the last two years, and Russ averaged 27 points last year. Like, this, because this their, their minutes were staggered, trade. and they had nobody else taking points away. Like the points for guards in that system versus the points for one or two guard in any other system, it's not going to add up. Like they had no big men, nobody else was scoring, but Russ and Harden. So like. 70% of their points were between two players. Maybe not that big of a share, but uh, numbers, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. I think uh, this will work out better in the long run for the Wizards. I, I like Bradley Beal paired up with Russ. I think that's going to – dude, I think Beal's going to feast on this. Um, and plus they're in the East, man. Like, plus I don't know. Scotty Brooks. Scott just Brooks, let, let's run it, run it back. Just let Russ be Russ. I, I'm glad Russ has his own team. I don't know if it's the highest and best use for the guy. I don't know if it – it certainly doesn't give him a better chance to win a championship. But just watching Russ throw up triple doubles every night, it, it, there's a 100% chance that's going to happen now. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> if you're a, if I'm if a you're Rockets Rocket, fan, I just – this is a weird one. I don't, I don't know what you think, I think I think apathy is set in with a lot of Rockets fans. Not speaking from any uh, any of my friends or anything, but like I think at this point it's like just make it exciting. This is different. They knew the rest thing wasn't going to work out. They knew what the ceiling was. Get John Wall in there. He's reunited with uh, Boogie Cousins. They're you know they're buddies from uh, from college and see what they could do with Harden. Man, I don't think it's going to make them a contender in the West or anything, but it's going to be, it'll be fun. I guess. I don't know. I'm, I was kind of bummed when Maury left, but uh, yeah. this just makes it interesting. It's, it's certainly going to be something to see. And I'm going back and I'm looking at the numbers. 
I won't walk back what I said because I said what I said. I'll own it. But I certainly uh, need to own the fact that Dame Lillard's best season, he averaged 30 points a game. That was this most recent season. John Wall's best season, he averaged 23. That was in 2017. Aside from that, their best seasons, rebounds, dead even, 4.9, 4.9. Dame Lillard's best season in assists, 8.0. John Wall's 10.7. Steals, John Wall 2.0 to 1.2. Blocks per game, 1.1 to 0.4. So, again, aside from the season where John Wall was hurt in a 60-game season, like – I would say they're pretty comparable, but you know Lillard does have you know five All NBA seasons to John Wall's one. Especially playing in the East, you should be doing better than that. So I'll, I'll tip the the scale to Dame Lillard playing in the West with with those kind of uh, um, awards or achievements, if you will. Um, Anthony Davis. I mean, no surprise that Anthony Davis and fucking LeBron got paid. Like anybody shocked there at all? No, my, well, Michael was so shocked he just bailed again. Um, <laughs> no, no shocker there. Um, oh, good move, KJ. Oh wait, no, hey, whoa, heaps. Yeah, that was a lot. Look, um, he's coming, I don't know. He's coming back, folks. Uh, running it back one more time with it. There he is. Let's go. Oh, there he is. Hi, I'm back again. Uh, my computer's just decided to turn itself off twice. So that's that's, that's good. Great. That's always good. Yeah, here for the duration. Great to you be with some, you guys. You want to do some quick dips? I didn't you see the Detroit else? note though. They signed. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Third ball, the third ball. The lesser known, the lesser known of the balls. Cooper. <laughs> 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 Which one is it though? It's not Lamelo. It's not Lonzo. It's I, I have to get his name. Leangelo. Leangelo. That is right. He's he's at Jello. The balls have really good ats. They've got good handles on uh, the gram. Because Lonzo is just at Zoe. Yeah, Lonzo is just Zoe. Yeah. And then they have at Mellow and at Jello. So shouts. Yeah, nobody ever said they were bad marketers. Uh, uh, Micah, you just, you got to throw in the towel, man. I think you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah his, his, quarter, his, his quarter's throwing in the towel. This was <laughs> over, folks. You had to, that sucks because I wanted oh. to talk. Uh, I wanted to talk Spence with him. You want to do quick dips real quick? Yeah, let's do quick dips. Yeah, we'll leave him frozen, and I'll uh, we can back him out. Uh, it's so that. funny. It's, it never gets old watching somebody frozen on the live stream. Uh, we got a we got a, a big fight this weekend. If you're into boxing, Walter White champ, uh, the great DeSoto's own Errol Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia, AT and T Stadium, Arlington, Texas, on the biggest stage possible. This will be fun. This will be a good fight. Why is this interesting? Errol Spence, you might remember, a little bit over a year ago, uh, was drunk and uh, rolled his Ferrari going about 150 miles an hour on a service road, I think, South Dallas, and uh, survived, no broken bones, busted his teeth up, busted his face up. He released some injury photos. Uh, His face was all scraped up. I I don't know how he survived it. It's one of those deals, just a minor miracle. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And uh, this is his first fight back. And um, speaking of back, Mike is back. And this is going to be fun, man. I remember when that happened. Yeah. It was scary, uh, man. I knew you were a big uh, Spence guy. So that's that's how I knew about it. But it's good. Yeah. I didn't know that he was going to be back already. That's that's pretty cool, man. It's cool. I'm a little worried because obviously he has not had a fight in over a year and I don't know what that does to a man having a near death experience where they have their teeth shattered and they're, I don't know what it does for his chin, but mm. Danny Garcia is a puncher. Danny Garcia has got one punch knockout power and, uh, Errol Spence, he can knock you out, but he's more of a technical guy. So I don't know. It's what weight be, do uh, they fight good. at? What? What weight do they fight at? Uh, ooh, what is it like? One fifty-five. I was supposed to say one fifty-five or some. I don't know the boxing versus. Uh, uh, Micah, do you know what weight Earl Spence and Danny Garcia fight at? Uh, I have no idea. I, th- I think they're like one fifty-five or a, yeah, maybe. That's our guess. They're welterweight. He's a welterweight. That's what they're fighting at. Um, I've given. You know, I've had a long-standing policy, KJ, of uh, ignoring all of the labels for welterweight, super welterweight. Like I just call them by the weight class. Gotcha. And one forty-seven. Oh, one forty-seven. That's that's a little smaller. 
Errol's Errol's big though. Like he's bigger than Danny Garcia. He probably walks around at 165. He's he's younger. He should win this fight, but I just I don't know, man. I'll be watching it. Support Errol Spence. Buy it on pay per view. Don't crack stream it unless you have to. Yeah. I, the only other note I'll add is <laughs> seeing his rehab. I mean, I, I didn't see it in person, but he did post pictures throughout the process, of like going to horse farm and all kinds of stuff. Cause he went through the full process. So for him to be able to step back in, he did have one. Is this his first fight back or did he have a, uh, a warm up fight earlier? Nope. Okay. No so tune up. For him to jump right back in is going to be interesting, but what fight is this setting up for again? Uh, allegedly if Whoever the fight just that everybody wanted before he got hurt was Spence versus Bud Crawford. Right. Who just fought a couple weeks ago and absolutely demolished uh, the guy he fought. So, yeah, I, I hope Spence looks good because that will set us up for a fight that, you know, layman like me will uh, tune into. So, well, yeah, you're what's realistically going to happen. Best case scenario, this fight happens. Spence gets the, Spence wins. You'll probably get Bud Crawford Pacquiao early next oh, year yeah, for money. That's the rumor. Uh, I, I think Bud Bud takes out Pacquiao, and, and whoever wins that fight, probably Bud Crawford fights Spence, and it's a super fight, biggest fight in the welterweight division in a long time. Yeah, and I'll be ready for it. I'm 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 interested to see where this goes. Obviously, him being from Desoto, uh, aka my current town, not hometown where I live. Whatever you want to say, I'm interested. So, um, we also had a note on the games for the NFL. Obviously, there's no Thursday night game. Seven early games, four late games, but then shit gets weird. Sunday night football, and then you have two Monday night games. Is there already a scheduled Tuesday? Is that already the case? I Cowboys. Thought just, oh, yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys uh, are, Ravens. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. And then so Dude. the Steelers play as the second Monday night game next Monday, right? Yes. Or maybe the first. I think the, one of them's during the afternoon. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, it, the first. It seems really unfair to me that – that Pittsburgh has to come back and play on a Monday, but yet the Ravens, who by all accounts are the team to blame for the outbreak, mm-hmm. get an extra day to come back on a Wednesday. I know they're going to make it up at some point and they'll have a short week following, but it just seems weird to me that they get the extra day. Especially since the Cowboys have had extra time off. Like, it made no sense not to make that the earlier game of the two. Like, I don't know who the Steelers are playing, but theoretically they didn't also play Thursday night. They probably played last Sunday. The biggest question Tuesday is going to be, will I be watching the Cowboys on my phone and Tasha on my regular TV, or will it be the other way around? Oh, no. Only time will tell. Is this NBC that's getting it? Or Fox? Uh, it's Fox, yeah, but it's gonna, if it's a Tuesday night game, it's going to conflict with the batch. That's and that pays the bills, man. Yeah. Yeah. I can take a break from Andy Dalton and the, the other – yeah, I, I can take a break. I'll tune uh, in the page. Well, if it's the nooch, though, if it's the nooch, it's must-watch TV. I'll, if, it's I'll nooch, off then. if it's nooch, I'm getting up early Wednesday morning and watching The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it must-see TV for uh, no reason. Oh, Tuesday night. All right, let's uh, uh, do some dip picks. Yeah, let's get us out of here. Ew. Seriously, dip picks. All right, obviously we missed a few games last week. We did not pick all of the Thursday night games or any Monday games, so it's a shorter week. But, David, this may be your first week with the best record on the week. So uh, climbing back into things at 5-4, and four and you hit your big boy stack. Uh, the rest of us were all 4-5. and five. Dylan, you did not hit your big boy stack last week because I think you and mm. David were on the opposite side of the same game. Uh, Micah and I head. both hit ours. So uh, 3 out of 4 ain't bad. Three out of four ain't bad. Uh, Just quick overview. Micah is still in the lead. Total points, 79 points. I'm right behind at 76. David, you have gone in front of Dylan at 71. Dylan, you're at 70. (laughs) Now in last place. What a freaking idiot. I stink, man. I stink. We did have a backer reach out and want to, like, deep dive and do some sabermetric shit with all the data from our picks on the year. So more to come on that. But uh, Micah's at a whopping 56% on the season, so that's to be respected. That's I love sad. that we have so many listeners that have free like, time working from home that are like, they can just do shit like that. With <laughs> so, if, As you recall, that's how intern Luke came into our life. I forget what he did, but he 
put a, together a huge spreadsheet about something that happened on touching base. And uh, God, I, I'm sure he'll, he's probably in the comments. He'll tell us, but it was so nerdy. Yeah. What a guy, but he put together like it. I think it was a primary kill list or I forget what it was, but he had an entire spreadsheet. And then he, uh, uh, he snuck snuck a picture of Dorn at the Dallas meetup. Never forget that. Famous. I caught him. You sniped him. What are you doing, Luke? Got your old hand like you in the know me. Jar. We we know each other well. We still work together, dog. <laughs> still weird. All right, let's jump in here. We can stick left to right. David, starting off, we've got number five, Texas A&M at Auburn. Auburn is getting six and a half points at home. Okay. Uh oh. I think AM slips up. Auburn does not win, but Auburn covers. Give me Auburn. Um, Mond is playing much better than I thought he was capable of playing. And this is based on one game I saw last weekend. So uh, I'm going to go Texas AM minus six and a half. Love the honesty. Yeah, I like, I like the half point. Give me the Aggies uh, to win by touchdown. This may be the first time I've ever picked Texas A&M. Maybe I've picked them one other time. But uh, having said that, I'm going to pick Auburn because A&M fucks up something at some point every season. That's, uh, what I'm, that's what I'm banking on, too. I like that you had that reasoning. Yeah. Uh, weirdly enough, Indiana's favored by spread, 14. Huh? Yes. I had to double check. Indiana's favored by 14 at Wisconsin. Um, well, I think they're 14 point dogs. Oh, then maybe we've got this wrong on here. Let me double check. I, I put it in there wrong. No, they, they, Wisconsin is a 14 point favorite at home. Oh, okay. Indiana no, you put it in right. I read it wrong. Week. I read it completely incorrect. You're absolutely right. Oh, okay. Yes, that makes yes, sense. Yes, yes, yes. What's up? And, and, Next uh, man shouts up. to Jay Bone because I'm on Wisconsin. I, I think that this is where the, the road ends for Indiana. Wisconsin really whips them here. You know, at Indiana, uh, they, they have a next man up philosophy, though. They do? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I think out there. Okay. Wisconsin wins, but uh, that's that's too many points. I got, I got Indiana to cover. All right. So, to be clear, David, are you picking Indiana? No, no, I just wanted to put that out there, let you guys think about it before you made your picks. Uh, what's up, Juicy Official? Follow for follow. Let's go. We're team follow back. Yeah, I'm riding with uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Dylan, you said you're picking Indiana as well? Indiana. Yep. Are you, Micah, you're picking Wisconsin. I'm picking Brett. Uh, I's going to go with IU. 14's too much. I've seen that coach cry too many times to think his players are going to let him down. So, yeah. He'll keep it closer than 14. Um, BYU, game of the week. Actually, let's back up. I'll save that for next. West Virginia, added this in, is going to Ames to place Iowa State. West Virginia is getting six and a half points on the road. Give me Iowa State by four touchdowns. Four touchdowns? Yeah, they're going to whip those those rednecks. Dylan or no, better team. I don't think their four touchdowns better, but I do have them covering it. I got Iowa State. Question. Uh, Iowa State already locked up a Big 12 championship game berth? Nothing is given in the Big 12. Um, okay. I, they, they, have to, they have to really give it away, I think. But, yeah, so basically they have it wrapped up. Yes. Ooh, I don't see them doing that unless they've got Anthony Kiedis starting at quarterback. Hey, what's up? You guys like that? Mm-hmm. Give it away now. That's the part where I say California. <laughs> Let me go with uh, Iowa State. Okay. Unless that pains me to say. Cyclones across the board for all of us, so I guess not that exciting to add that in. We've got number 13 at number 18, Coastal Carolina, as we mentioned, college game day game. I'll lead off. I talked a lot of shit about all the racist trees in uh, Charleston, California, or Charleston, California, Carolina, South Carolina. But I will redeem myself by picking the Chanticleers here. Give me Coastal and the 10 points. Uh, Shouts to everybody taking a bath, getting a good soak, and shouts to BYU. 
and win this game by two or three touchdowns. Big. <laughs> Are you getting a good soak in before the game, Micah? You're getting a good soak. Shouts okay, to them. Good for them. Shout to Soaktober. Not Mormon soak. Uh, I'm also taking BYU and the uh, the Mormon soakers. So bad. David. Well, don't mind if I do. This is my big boy stack. Oh, shit. And I'm riding with Coastal. Two cover, 10 points. Let's go. Do not sleep on Coastal. God damn. Here we go. They're going to keep up with BYU. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll see. We will see. Uh, All right. Jumping into the NFL. We've got a couple extra games here because of all the you know, Tom Foolery with Monday night and Tuesday night games. I just kept it simple, kept it to Sunday games. Browns at Titans. Titans are favored by three and a half against the eight and three Browns. David. Uh, ooh. God, dude, the Browns have looked so bad, but they're, are they eight and three? Eight and three. Oh my, are they the worst eight and three team in the league? They gotta be. Uh, give me the Titans. If they were quarterback by anybody else, would you feel that way? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Dylan? I'm all over the Titans here. Um, Derrick Henry is just a monster right now. He's playing really well. Uh, yeah, Titans minus three and a half. Micah? Uh-huh. Give me the Titans. All right. I will uh, – got a fade. Give me Cleveland. Shout out to Northeast Ohio. I'll ride for Ohio today. Take the cleave. Uh, we have Giants, led by Colt McCoy, going into Seattle, who's favored by 7.5, <laughs> plus Josh Gordon. Uh, David, you want to lead us off here? Uh-oh. We have a muted Ooh. David. I didn't David's mute. David's on mute. He muted himself. Oh, your Dave's mic. Back. There you go. They there tried to here. censor me, but they can't. You can't keep me down. Uh, I said something really funny, but I already used the joke once, and you know me, I never repeat a joke. So give me the Seahawks. Seattle. Dylan. Dude, Cole McCoy is gonna absolutely shred that horrendous Seattle defense. I got Giants plus seven and a half. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, you're, you're, wow. Micah. Give give me the Hawks by two touchdowns. Sorry, Dorn. I'm not not offended here. Man. Dylan. What's up? Do y'all mind if I do some breaking news? But let me be me. Uh, Keontae Ingram opting out and transferring from Texas. Yeah, you know why? Because Ulysses Bentley needs another running back in the backfield. That's uh, SME's running back. It's it's because the the freshman five star running back is the truth. That guy is legit. Uh, Bijan Robinson. Oh, he's much much yes. better than than Keontae Ingram. He so good. Good, wow. good for him. Go, go go get some playing time elsewhere, buddy. Oh, he doesn't even care. Not good. Hit the That's bricks. The he, he's, he is pretty good, Keontae Ingram, but he's no Bijan. I should he's also go uh, somewhere and ball out. I should also mention Mac Milton is transferring. That's big news. I'm glad to hey, see he's back. You say he's going. We don't know we yet. Don't know. Just now, people are saying okay. Texas. People are saying Texas State. I don't I, know. Nobody's saying that, Dave. He he'll no. be in Lincoln, Nebraska next week. Next week, he and then a year from now, he'll be selling uh, commercial real estate in Lincoln, Nebraska, and be one of the the top earners in that market. <laughs> we work for Monsanto. Uh, uh, Giant Seahawks. Uh, I will. You know what? I'm not going to leave uh, Dylan out there on an island. Give me Joe Judge and those Giants. Let's go, okay. Rams at Cardinals. Close game. Basically a pick em. Arizona's at home getting one point. Uh, ooh, you're thirsty, fella? Um, <laughs> Lap it all up. Jared Goff has been exceptionally bad like the last four weeks. I think he has like 88 turnovers or something. Maybe not that many, but many turnovers. I'm riding with the Cardinals. They got, they got stumped by uh, Belichick last week, but... I think they bounce back. I think they're the better team here, which is crazy because, like, week two, week two, I was crowning the Rams. Ohio. Um, you can crown the Rams because I'm riding with the Rams here. You're taking Arizona, to be clear here? Yes. Okay. 
I uh, I'm on Arizona here too. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's balling out of his effing mind, which is insane to see that uh, after he got paid, he's still just playing like crazy. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna ride with uh, the Rams here. I'm worried that. Uh, Give me Arizona, KJ. Uh, my bad. Uh, I'm worried that Kyler uh, and his confidence may have been shook losing that game in uh, Buffalo. Speaking of Buffalo, transition. Buffalo at San Fran being played in Arizona. I don't know how they're doing the time of these games. Buffalo's yeah. the better team. Uh, and Buffalo's only, what, two and a half points here? Yeah. They're giving two and a half? Yeah. Uh, Buffalo's better than Buffalo. Yeah, I have, I have no faith in, was it Nick Mullins? Is that his name? Is he, he's still starting for San Francisco, right? I, oh, I got Hawkeye. Buffalo. Didn't they just make the Rams look, didn't they just beat the Rams last week? Uh, yeah, because Debo Samuel is back. Yeah. Uh, and Raheem Mostert. I can't, I can't, Buffalo is a, a very good team. I'm not going to bet against them. It's only two and a half points. I'll ride with Buffalo. You know I ride for Western New York anyway. Can well, I make it now? Yeah. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are my big boy stacks lock of the week. Boom. What? Big. God Dude. Damn. All right. I'll have to. Uh, the team that, that I assume that Cole Campbell is on the east coast of Canada. Actually, I have no idea where his providence is. I but, think he's in BC. No, uh, not BC. I'm assuming that if he's on the east coast, that the Bills are his team. So shouts to the Bills and shouts to Cole Campbell. San Fran Buffalo's Monday night. That's how that's happening. Um, oh, Monday night. All right. So, uh, yeah, give me San Fran. To be clear, I will take San Fran. Um, why? I think they're getting healthier. I don't believe that Kittle is back. I don't think that uh, Garoppolo is back yet. But most are being back. Sherman being back. Uh, I think that that team is going to sneak into the playoffs and maybe uh, maybe win a game. So, Philly Green Bay. Green Bay is at home being favored by eight and a half. This could oh. be 18 and a half, and I'm on Green Bay. They're a much better team. They're going to win this game. And, and uh, Philly's just awful. I, I don't care that they're getting healthy. I don't care that Erst might be back. They stink. Joni Erst. I agree with Micah here. Uh, Green Bay Mr. Ernst. Big. It's really fun watching Carson Wentz just be absolutely terrible. Um, this is my big boy and stack also. Oh, there he goes. Big boy stack. I, I was going to say, lots of the commenters think. Yeah. Find the Eagles quarterback to be incredibly unattractive as well. Yeah, I'm being mean to him. He's not, I mean, sure, he's yeah. not the most handsome feller, but. He's not a handsome man, but at least he's bad at playing quarterback. He's rich, um, so that's good. good he's very him. rich. He, he, you know, he secured the bag. Um, he's the only quarterback playing as, as poorly as, as uh, Jared Goff right now, I think. It's not entirely his fault. His line's trash. Um, but whatever. They suck. They stink, baby. Give me the Green Bay Packers. Eight and a half is not enough points. Uh, I want to be edgy here and uh, and pick the Eagles, but it's just not happening. Like, I, I I run out of excuses for the Eagles. It's just not it's it's not happening. Um, last but definitely not least, we have New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans is favored by three, which I wouldn't say this needs to be that close. But uh, Vegas knows something we don't. Ooh, I I got Atlanta plus three. Based on very little, just a gut, <laughs> gut feeling here, folks. I like it. Well, Atlanta, uh, go ahead, Mike. Do it, Dave. Do it, Dave. I was going to say Atlanta beat the living breaks off the living breaks off of the Raiders last week. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know where that. I didn't watch that game, but I was following it for fantasy implications. So I think I'm. A, I I've got the qualifications to say I'm all right with Atlanta. A little upset here. Okay. Okay. Got two uh, on Atlanta. We, we talked about Atlanta. They've won four of their last six, and they should have won five of six. I don't care. The Saints are going to win the football game. I also want to give a shout-out to Cole Campbell, who is ordering for Loco on the internet. It's going to be damn. Holiday is going to be nuts. And if you want to hear more about Four Loco, 
you can listen to Mind oh, of Mike. This week I did a three-part series on the oral history of Four Loco. It's remarkable. Check it out wherever podcasts mm. are found. You should do a you should do a three-part series on the the history of your internet in your apartment. <laughs> it was a one-part uh, series. It just broke up as the internet cut off each time. <laughs> I, I wish it was the internet. It's uh, anyway. That's not important. Uh, I want to hear what KJ is uh, thinking for this. Game. Yeah, for this game, I will say, give me. I have no faith in Taysom Hill. He's absolutely fucked up Alvin Kamara's production. Uh, they're the better team without question, but I think Remy Morris is coaching for a job and he's got them playing well. Give me Atlanta as well. Um, David, remind me who your big stack or big boy stack was this week. Coastal Carolina. Jeez, get, man. Getting 10. Just going getting all big. out with that. All right. Um, big thing. So to not fall in line and pick of the games that we've already picked, even though I should, I would like to remind people to watch an absolute embarrassment that's going to go on on TV. Each year, this game really lets a lot of people down. And the game I'm talking about, I'm just searching to pick a game right now, to be honest with you. Uh, the game I'm referring to is uh, Alabama LSU. The Ooh. line for this game is... Alabama's favored by 29 and a half. God. 29 and a half points. When was the last time LSU was a 29 point dog to anybody? Uh, it's, it makes no sense. But with that said, I've got a little bit of belief here that post COVID Saban's going to have a foggy mind and will not deliver on a 29-and-a-half-point win, give me LSU to lose by 28 points and to cover. LSU for my big boy stat. Getting big. God damn. <laughs> Micah, you got to check out Cole Campbell's latest post, dude. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Now everyone knows what our group text is like. Um, anything oh. else before we wrap it up here? <laughs> uh, I'm also mashing that over in the uh, Coastal BYU game. <laughs> I, Cole really has to work on his Photoshop skills. This is, this is just a really poor representation of of what a. You see, uh, you see how many times it was streamed? I mean, that's <laughs> just electric. Uh, Somehow on a live stream, we're doing both non-visual and non-audio content. It's great. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you see the option? I was hoping you would at least like put it up to the camera yeah. so we could see Okay, it. hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, we, okay. here it is. Uh, oh, the top no. genre of the year for Cole was bubble butt bangers. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's been listened to 420,069 minutes. <laughs> Okay, the man's got that's some talent. All right, that's genius. Okay, oh, he's dude, he's just a content king, man. Oh, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, before we get out of here, uh, I'm gonna will, go make a protein shake, guys, and I'll see you in for dance. I will not set a precedent, but I will say happy birthday to uh, backers Swizzy and Taylor. So, uh, fucking own up. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Getting big. Big. God damn. All right, with that said, I should probably hit the outro. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. This will only enhance his...